With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All things New Orleans Saints. This is Who Dat Discussion. Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Who dat? Say they Powered by Overtime Media. Hello and welcome back into another free agent frenzy edition of the Who Dat Discussion, powered by Overtime Media. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Galata, and this was another jam-packed day here as the Saints made some big news, and it seems like that my prediction was right going into, kind of going into yesterday, as I was like, usually the Saints don't do that much the first two days, and then later they kind of creep in, make a move here, make a move there, and kind of become more active late into the scene. And it seems like that's exactly what they did here. As the big news out of this Wednesday was that the Saints signed safety Malcolm Jenkins. And the captain Malcolm Jenkins, the former Saint Malcolm Jenkins, is now returning to the big easy. Huge signing here. Absolutely huge signing as we're just going to get right into it. Four years, $32 million, can go up to $35 million in incentives. So that $8 million AAV, I think first year it will be put down to like a $6 million, I'm thinking, cap hit, something like that. We'll kind of see how all the numbers go probably either later tonight or tomorrow. But this guy, he, to me, ultimate pro is pro, first of all. The leadership is there. He's going to help the leadership, especially on this back end, so much. And I think that's really what they need. And just when looking at all these young, talented players, Lattimore, Williams, all these players, uh, Garner Johnson, all these young players, they need someone to solidify it back there. And he is your guy, and he's going to do that. And you're obviously going to also have the veteran, Janoris Jenkins, who's going to help that as well. But I think this is the main leader, veteran, and he's going to help all those misplays not happen. I think that's a big thing. We look at the last few years for the Saints, where have they gotten hit hard? The big plays. And you know who's going to stop these big plays? It's going to be Malcolm Jenkins, especially in coverage. And I think we all have to look at that. He's been absolutely amazing in coverage. Now, most likely, this means Von Bell will leave the Saints, which is very, very interesting because now you're probably going to have in the secondary your best run stuffer leave. In the secondary, it's not that big of an issue, but you add a really big coverage guy. And it's not like you need those run stuffers on in the back end because you already have some really good tacklers with Johnson and Lattimore who are sure tacklers, good against the run when it gets to them. And I'm not really worried about the tackling from their perspective. I think the Saints needed, obviously, more in the coverage department, and they get it here. Most likely, Jenkins will play that slot corner position for the Saints. It's very interesting. He, now, he could also, obviously, he could play any free free safety, strong safety slot. He could do a lot of things, just like Gardner Johnson can do a lot of things. So I think that's also really interesting, as he can kind of groom Gardner Johnson as well. But I think he was not brought in here to be a veteran piece like a Kurt Coleman was, I think. He was brought in here to be a star. And I think he'll be that. Three-time Pro Bowler last year, 81 tackles, eight pass defense, four forced fumbles. So kind of has that same attribute that Von Bell has. And you know when I said that the Saints need to get Von Bell, I didn't think they'd get Malcolm Jenkins. And they go out and they do. Jenkins is the better player. I know a lot of people are saying, well, Von Bell's younger. Von Bell is just getting better and better each year. Well, yes, that's all true. But Malcolm Jenkins is the better player right now. 
going into this year, everyone's saying we got one more year to get Drew Brees at Super Bowl. Well, here you go. This is a player for the next three years, maybe even four years for his whole contract. He's going to be a stud for the Saints. And I loved him on the Saints when he was on the Saints. I loved him when he was on the Eagles. I was happy he got the Super Bowl. And that was all great. And he teamed up with Patrick Robinson on the back end as well. That's, you know, it, it worked for them. And they did a very good job in Philadelphia. But now they're going to be both in New Orleans. I love it. I love this signing here. 70.5 PFF. He's never been below a 70 PFF in his career. That's something to look at. Or at least his career with the Eagles. And some in his final years with the Saints also. That's something really big to look at. He's going to come in here, make this veteran leadership. And he, to me, this is a, one of the bigger signings, I think, over the last few years. And I think this is going to be the Saints' headlining signing. Now, maybe you see them go out and get more players. I think they will. But I said you're probably going to have one headlining signing the offense, one headlining signing on the defense. This is probably your headlining signing on the defense. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see. And I do think that this is, this is really big. And I, th- I think a lot of people are saying, oh, now Von Bell's gone. Yes, the Saints will lose in that run-stopping ability, that guy coming into the box from the back end. But I think, I don't know how much they're going to lose that because Gardner-Johnson's very, very good at that too. And now with Jenkins, with Williams, and now you're going to have Johnson as well, I, I think it adds just a really nice mesh between these guys. And yes, I think the Saints could go out and still get a cornerback. They were very, very interested in Chris Harris. So... That's obviously really interesting, and I think the Saints are still going to look for another corner, and I'll give you guys some updates on some of that, who I would want out of the group that's remaining. I think the Saints will go out and still get a wide receiver. It seems like that's going to be something that the Saints do here, because as we see, there was just a report put out by Mike Triplett, and he said, don't be surprised if the Saints get a a wide receiver, a veteran wide receiver. You guys know how much I love Rashad Perryman. There are also a ton of other guys out there. We'll get into that a little later as well. Again, I really love this news about Malcolm Jenkins, and, and he also plays. He has didn't miss a game in his in his time with the Falcons. Uh, not the Falcons, the Eagles. I'm sorry there. Didn't miss time with the Eagles, and he didn't miss many games when he was with the Saints either. He is just the pro's pro, amazing veteran on this team, and he's going to help this team, especially the back end. You remember when we've always had these issues with the back end? This year, some big plays in the playoff game at the end of the game. That won't happen with Malcolm Jenkins on the field. And obviously the Minnesota Miracle doesn't happen with Malcolm Jenkins on the field. I think it's just all interesting to look at here. And I, I, I do think that this was just a really good signing. You upgrade at safety. And it was it would have been a hard upgrade. Maybe it was something I wouldn't choose to upgrade for. But I think they do upgrade for this year. I think Malcolm Jenkins is the, a better player than Von Bell all around. Now, yes, Von Bell's better at certain things. But Malcolm Jenkins is a much better pass defender. And the Saints really need that, I think, more than a run stopper. Because... I think Johnson's a really good run stopper. He is also a really good tackler. Is he the best in pass defense? Not the best. And now we have Jenkins to do that. Now he doesn't have to play in the slot anymore. Jenkins can play in the slot. And I'll probably do a film study on him because he he can play. And I, I do wanna I do wanna just definitely say that. He's a player that can do so many different things. Kind of reminds me a little of Demario Davis coming onto the Saints like this, a leader and kind of gonna galvanize a group that was good, but it had some troubles in the past. It's, it was getting better, just like the linebacking core, I think, for us was getting better in 2017, and then they made a splash in 2018. I think this is the same that the Saints, what the Saints are going to do this year here with, yes, it, the secondary's gotten better over the last few years, and now they're going to make a splash here, and they did that. So I think that's really big. Now, will they sign another cornerback? It's going to be very, very interesting. I, I want to put some guys that I think come up, and I, I don't know what I'm going to, I may get flack on this. I don't really know. 
probably hear what you guys are going to think, but I, I think the Saints could should and could go after Nikel Roby Coleman. We all know what he did against the Saints. The no call, he was the guy. He was the culprit of that, and he kind of rubbed it in the Saints' faces like they're being crybabies and stuff like that. But he could come to the Saints, and he could be like, well, the, the Rams kind of disrespected him. They didn't bring him back. They said they didn't need him. So, he, so he's like, yeah, I'm going to go to the Saints now and see what they can do. He's a good player. And I, I really like what he was able to do here. He has a 74.5 PFF grade. And he's a guy that can play in the slot, play in the outside, and he's just getting better and better each year. 28 years old, but he's kind of a late bloomer. Over the last few years, he's really got it going. And he did have two solid seasons back-to-back. I mean, 82.6 PFF grade in 2018, 74.5 in 2019. He's a player that's going to come out and do some really good stuff for the Saints. And Again, I think that's something that the Saints should definitely look at. He's a player that can play in this slot, play on the outside, can do a lot of great things. That's someone I would want to see the Saints get. Yeah, it's definitely a little controversial, but it's a player that I think the Saints could could get here. Another kind of more conventional two, two cornerback the Saints could get would be like a Logan Ryan type. But I think the Saints are going to go ahead and keep Janoris Jenkins. And Janoris Jenkins is kind of like these guys. Like these guys that are kind of 29 to 30 age. They're just kind of... They're kind of just established. They've had really, really good seasons. They've had not so good seasons. They've had solid seasons. And I think that's kind of where the Logan Ryans are, the Janoris Jenkins of the world are. I mean, all these guys. Prince of Malcomora, Akeem Tlaib's little on the older side, Jimmy Smith, Xavier Rhodes. They're kind of all in the same spot. I mean, Ronald Darby also there. They're kind of all in the same spot. And I think the Saints kind of have a player like that. I think he's overpriced. And I think the Saints will look to uh, restructure that. And we'll get into some restructuring later. But to me, that's something that the Saints could definitely look at. I think they could definitely re-sign P.J. Williams if they don't upgrade in that slot edition. There's just so many guys on here. We'll see what the Saints want to do. It's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of interesting things that the Saints... The Saints could bring in DRC to play the slot. A lot of guys here could play the slot. We'll just see kind of how everything kind of everything finishes out here. I mean, Jermaine Brock's out there. A lot of guys that are here that could play the slot. The number one guy here is the Calroby Coleman. If the Saints need a slot corner, I mean, if the Saints come in with with, with a, a starting lineup in the secondary as Lattimore is your one, Janoris is your two, and your slot's Roby Coleman, Malcolm's playing your safety position, and then you have Williams playing your free safety, and then your your, your nickel corner is Ch- Chauncey Garner-Johnson, you got a team. You got a really good team. First of all, Johnson could do exactly what he did last year, not even giving him an increased role. You upgrade your two-corner from last year with Eli Apple and going on to Janoris, for sure. You upgrade your slot. You upgrade your um, strong safety. Something to look at. Just interesting. I don't know if it's going to happen, but it's definitely something interesting that we should all look at there. So now we are going to get into the wide receivers, linebackers, some quick signings for the Saints, and then we'll finish out with any news coming in during the episode. But first, we are going to take a quick break. You are listening to the Who Dat's Discussion podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back into the Houdat discussion. And now we are going to get into some other positions, some other news first. We're going to give some quick news kind of on the special teams 
special teams marker, and then we're going to get into some speculation, some rumors here. So what happened? So first, the Saints did re-sign JT Gray. One year, 750000 Good move for a good special teamer who, again, second team all-pro in the special teams. He did a very, very good job. you got to give him a ton of credit. Exclusive rights free agent, so he's going to be staying with the Saints. Good move there. And then also... Restrictive free agent Justin Hardy. The Saints want to bring him back. They didn't put a tender on him, but they want to bring him back. So that's definitely something to look at there. And that was reported by Christian Garrick. So definitely look at that as well because that, that's just kind of some news there. And I think the Saints will get it done with him as well. So the Saints will bring back their special teams prowess. So that's obviously really, really good stuff. And now we are going to get into some kind of speculation here. Now, we're out of time for free agency as we're going into this Wednesday night, Thursday, where... Some of the biggest free agents are out of here, but this is kind of the flux where people don't realize that a lot of free agencies are free agencies obviously still going, and there's a lot of free agents that are still in here to play. And there's a lot of great guys, and you can find some great value in here because now the numbers are starting to get a little more reasonable, and this is kind of where the Saints flock. You looked at uh, Jared Cook last year, Demario Davis the year before. The Saints kind of live in that range here, and I think they're going to go after a ton of guys. So we already kind of went into the cornerbacks. I could see the Saints getting a ton of guys on this list to really solidify their secondary. But I'm also going to give you guys some other things that the Saints could get. First of all, wide receiver, because that report came out from Mike Triplett. He said that I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints get a receiver. It's kind of kind of what they're looking at as well. So here are some receivers that I think that could fit the Saints very well. He also said a veteran receiver. So that's probably some bells go off. First of all, Emmanuel Sanders. I don't think the Saints will get him. But he's a veteran receiver. Can play in the slot. Can do a ton of things. And he was big for San Fran last year. So... He could help. He could help a lot for this team, but he's a player that you could get. I wouldn't kind of go after him. I kind of want... I mean, look, I take a buy to think he's going to give a ton of money. I, I think someone's going to give him $12, 15000000 If I'm wrong, if he only gets $8 million, yeah, if he gets sub-10, I mean, you, you want to lowball him an offer, that's fine. I mean, see what happens, but that's definitely something to look at, something to monitor, but he's, he's definitely at the top of your list when looking at these receivers, and he's a veteran, and he kind of fits the Saints' build of what they want, but... I mean, he could be very out of their price price range as Sanders had a great year last year. So that's obviously something to look at. Obviously, the guy that I've been pulling for is Brashad Perryman. Perryman's a guy that, look, I think he could get paid a lot, but I just don't see it with him right now. I mean, his market value, which just came up, was a two-year, $17 million deal. Will the Saints give him that? We'll kind of have to see. I mean, there's a lot of guys you can kind of compare him to a Cordell Patterson who got two years. 10 million, a guy like Alan Hearns, two years, 7 million. I, I don't think he's going to get a huge, huge deal. So I, I think the Saints could get him after him. I think even that contract that the, his market value is a little high. Again, I'd, I'd give him that two years or three years, 18 million, three years, 20 million, I think I said. Give him something around that. I think he could be like a Tedgin esque at the beginning of Tedgin's reign with the Saints when he was had a great 2017, made a couple really clutch catches in that Vikings game in the playoffs. I, I think that he can do that. And I think Perryman could be a really good signing for the Saints and kind of a low-key signing for the Saints. And they can steal him away from the Bucks, just like the Saints stole Ginaway from the Panthers. I see a lot of parallels there. So I would really like Brashad Perryman on a kind of a, a cheaper deal. Robbie Anderson's another guy that the Saints could get. His market I don't think is kind of materializing the way he maybe wanted to because, I mean, he's still sitting here three days into free agency. He's still a free agent. That's something to look at. Demarius Thomas, DT. He's a guy that I'd like to see. I mean, look, I mean, I, I would like to get someone else plus him or maybe get someone big in the draft. He's a player that 
could have a resurgence in the Saints system, but had a bad year last year with the Jets. So definitely something to look at there, but I don't really know about him. We kind of have to see what they're looking at there. Paul Richardson, Saints will look at, at him a few years ago. He was kind of a big target, but we'll see what happens with him. Devin Funchess, he's a guy that I'd always go to in fantasy football. He's a guy I liked with the Panthers. Maybe you see him come in here. I think he could be an option too, kind of a big receiver that can also be a vertical threat, kind of like Perryman, but we'll see what happens there as well. Taylor Gabriel, who can really turn on the burners, go deep. But really, not a lot of free agents have been yet to been signed, really. Only Randall Cobb, a lot of obviously moving free agents because you had a lot of guys in here, but only about three guys. I mean, you had Amari Cooper, Randall Cobb, and Demary Bird from the uh, Patriots. Besides that, that's really it. Seth Roberts also got signed today, but not much action there. So I see the Saints jumping in on a market that's been slow to move, and I could see the Saints picking someone up there for sure. And then moving over to the linebackers, because the linebackers this is going to be interesting. They are falling off the board. And obviously, we've seen that over the last few days, but it's kind of stopped, which is good. I mean, it's it's kind of like it's slowing down. And there are a lot of guys to the left on here that I'd like to see the Saints can pick up and I think could pick up here. The main guy I'm looking at is Nigel Bradham. The Saints wanted him a few years ago. Didn't really have the best year these last two years. He's kind of been average, so he's kind of still on the board here. And I, I, just, I just think he can come in here and do a really good job for the Saints. And I think you put him to Mario Davis together. They kind of play similar positions, but... I think they can spread out the field nicely, do a nice job. And also, you're going to have Kiko Alonso and then Anzalone. I would like to see someone like Bradham on the Saints. I think he can be really good. Mark Barron's another guy that you, that can do that, and they could do some really good stuff there. Michael Kendricks, another guy that you can get. A ton of guys here. I mean, Jack Ryan from the Jaguars, he's still available. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of things you can do. Darren Lee from the Chiefs probably could be a, a pretty cheap option. We'll kind of have to see here. But is Burfick still out there? I don't think the Saints will get him, but that's kind of interesting. There's a lot of guys that can come up in here and do some things. It's it's a, To me, it's a pretty deep group. A few starters out there left. I would like to see the Saints get Bradham. I think Bradham can come in here and do some good stuff. I mean, this year, I mean, in two years ago when he had his big season, I mean, he had a good season with the Eagles. But last year, he ended up with a PFF grade of 65, so not awful. 42 solo tackles. He had uh, 15 assist tackles, so you put that together, he had about 60 tackles. Not a bad year from him, so he had also an interception. Something interesting to look at for sure, so I think you could definitely see something with him. But but again, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how this all goes out. And the guard is something to look at. Andrew Pete still hasn't been signed, and at this point, it's going to be interesting to see what he wants. Because maybe if you're the Saints, like I, I was like, definitely get him out of here, I don't want him. He's done. He's damaged goods. We know what he's about. But maybe if you're the Saints, you do pick him up on a very short term, and then you make him battle with Nick Easton. See who's better. I don't really know. I mean, you look at all these guards that have been signed. It's been a lot. A lot of guys. I mean, basically, I mean, all the big ones went off the board. You had Glasnow go off. You had Schweitzer go off. You had Suau Falo go off earlier today. He's kind of a backup, and he's still going to probably get some start, and he may start with the Bengals because um, they released John Miller, who got signed then by the Panthers. John Wetzel got signed on a very, very short deal for the Falcons, re-signed with the Falcons. Eric Flowers is moving to Miami. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens here. Um, Vitae Tai got moved to the Detroit. Uh, he was coming from Philadelphia. He got a big deal, five-year, 45 million. Some guys left here is Josh Klein. He's a guy that can come in here for the Saints and do some really good stuff. He was... 
he played guard with Nick Easton, so that'd be kind of interesting there. Andrews Pete's still out there. Um, Mike Eopati for the Seahawks is a guy that maybe the Saints look at. It's going to be interesting. We'll see how this all shakes out, but those are kind of guys that you want to see there. Very, very interesting groups. There, there's still a lot of free agents that left out there. I just wanted to really point that out. One thing as I'm scrolling through Twitter right now is Darius, Darius like could be maybe an option for the Saints because he said he wants out, and he said with the signing of Desmond Trufant to the Lions, he's like, this is my way out. Please let me go. That was kind of what he was saying in tweets earlier today. So, will the Saints get him? And that's going to be interesting. He would be, you put him and Lattimore together with Jenkins and all this all this stuff is crazy. We'll see what happens, but a lot to see. Tomorrow's a new day. We'll be right back here with you on the Houdat discussion, going over all these free agents. Hopefully you have another big news here. Hope we get a wide receiver, maybe more help in the secondary, linebacker, all that fun stuff. We would love to see it but i think with all that said it is time to wrap up this podcast so if you like what we're doing here at the who discussion and haven't followed us on our various social media platforms you can follow us on twitter at the who you can follow me personally on twitter at andrew galata and then also you can follow the podcast on instagram at who discussion and then wherever you listen to your podcast we are on so that means spotify itunes google play all that fun stuff we are on there We'll be back with you tomorrow with more free agent frenzy news. This is free agent frenzy day three. So two more days for the Saints to make moves. And then beyond that, the Saints could still make moves. And we'll be with you basically with when all the Saints make those moves. Again, I think we'll be back probably with our normal schedule at the end of the week and or into next week. And we'll kind of see maybe we take that Monday off and only if there's breaking news do we do a podcast. And then we pick back up like Thursday and then we'll keep a lot of content for you as there's really no sports around. So we want to keep that content going here at the Houdat Discussion. So we will definitely do that. But with all that said, I want to say thank you, run it back, and Houdat!